welcome to Strong Babe Collective. My name is Taylor Ray, and I'm here to help you build a life you love. Babe, if you are here, it means you are ready to step into the highest version of yourself. You are ready to unlock your potential, realize your worth, stop holding yourself back, and become who you were always destined to be. I'm here to help you understand that you already hold the key to all of these things within yourself. You just need to allow yourself to realize it. I want you to think of this podcast as your go-to for all things empowerment, mindset, manifesting, self-love, and so much more. All here to help you step into the highest version of you. If you are ready to ditch self-doubt, truly go for what you want, manifest a reality of your wildest dreams and build a life you love, then babe, you've come to the right place. Welcome to Strong Babe Collective. Now let's get into today's episode. Hello, my gorgeous strong babe, and welcome back to the Strong Babe Collective podcast. If you are new here, if we have not met before, my name is Taylor Ray, and I am a manifestation and empowerment coach, and I am so excited to have you here. I know that you have been delivered here in divine timing, and this message is exactly what you need to hear today, and I'm honestly so excited to share it with you. If you are new and you have just found the podcast, then I'm so excited that we have connected and I would love for you to subscribe to the podcast to make sure that you don't miss any of the episodes. I share new episodes every single week all about manifestation and how you can learn to say yes to the life that you know you are worthy of. This podcast is all about giving you the tools you need in order to manifest your dream life and to step into your power in order to realize that you can have, do and be whatever you want in this life. If you are already subscribed and you are very familiar with the podcast and we are already high vibe besties, then I am so excited to have you back and thank you so much for spending this time with me today. I'm so excited to share today's episode with you because it is about something that I get asked about a lot. I get asked from you babes a lot, especially over on Instagram at Strong Babe Collective if we haven't already connected there yet. I often get DMs from you babes asking a lot about how to manifest confidence when it comes to your style, about how to be unapologetic in who you are and to be authentically yourself without feeling like you need to shy away from the version of yourself that you actually want to be. I do get a lot of questions about how to have a style that is a true representation of who you are and how to unapologetically rock it to feel really confident in the skin that you are in. And I'm so excited to share today's episode with you because I am actually diving deep into the answers on all of that with my beautiful guest on today's interview, Na Kwale from The Boss Diary. Known as NK for short, she is a fashion blogger and brand coach and she sheds so much light in today's episode on all about how to step into yourself unapologetically. NK is a fashion blogger, a singer. She's a coach. She helps blogger babes to level up their blog and their biz. And just over one year ago, she decided to say goodbye to her corporate nine to five job in order to focus on her creative passions by way of social branding, digital design, marketing, education, photography, and fashion. 
She is so bold. She is so fierce. And I love everything that she shares with us in today's episode. We dive so deep on some absolutely amazing stuff, including how to find your purpose and what to actually do about it once you've found it. We talk about how to find your authentic style and how to not apologize to anyone for that. We dive deep on how to feel confident in who you are and in your style yourself and about the power of manifesting when it comes to success in your life. We also dive into how to find balance in your life and why it is so important that you actually prioritize it and how to also stop being your own biggest block in order to actually go for what you want. So there is a lot of goodness in this episode talking about so many things, deep diving on all things, fashion, confidence, manifestation, and learning to be unapologetic in yourself. And I am so excited to share this episode with you. I also wanted to remind you, babes, before we dive straight into this interview, that the doors are now open for my free manifesting masterclass, which I will be running very, very soon, where you can come and learn from me all about how to unlock your manifestation powers. If you enjoy the podcast, if you've been getting a lot out of it and it's helped you to already up-level your manifestation game, then this is the next step for you. This literally takes you through step-by-step some of the biggest secrets when it comes to manifesting, and I share with you exactly how I went from broke, broken, and burnt out in my own life to abundant, aligned, and attracting my biggest desires with ease. So I'm incredibly excited to share this with you absolutely free. The doors are open now for you to come and grab your spot in that masterclass. So I'm so excited to see you there. You can grab your spot by heading to strongbabe.co forward slash masterclass. And I will also pop that link in the show notes for you as well. But without any further ado, let's get straight into this interview with the beautiful NK from The Boss Diary. I'm so excited to have her on the show and let's dive right in now. gorgeous girl I am so excited to have you here thank you how are you good darling very very good I've been looking forward to this chat we've been friends for a while so it's great to get you on the show (laughs) I know I'm so excited thank you so much for having me you are so welcome thank you for being here so Han you are a fashion blogger and a brand coach obviously and that's obviously two very different things in two amazing worlds so I'd love for you to tell us a little bit about what that looks like Well, let's see. I started with fashion blogging, I would say almost eight years ago. Um, So I've had a blog for a while. Um, I started on the first blogger platform, which was Um, blogger.com. And um, I've always loved fashion. I've always loved like taking pictures of my outfits. And my friends were always like, oh, like you can make anything like look cute. You put this stuff together. So um, it kind of just turned into a blog. And um, you know, fashion is like a huge part of my life and it's something I always just want to do. I want to always work in the fashion industry. Um, kind of um, when I started being like a brand coach and like a blog coach that came from the fashion blog because I would get DMs and I would get like emails, people asking me questions like, well, how do you do this? And like, you know, stuff like that. So I'm like, hmm, you know, I kept answering questions and I was like, okay, cool. They're kind of asking me for advice. That's weird. Um, and then it just kind of turned into something that was like a business um, because I, I realized that I liked to be creative. And so just kind of wanted to use my creativity to kind of flow into like brand coaching and blogging coaching as well. 
Yeah. Beautiful. Oh, that's so awesome. And I love hearing stories like that where, you know, it's all about, it's like something that you're passionate about, something that you enjoy. And then one day it's like a light bulb goes off and you realize it's like your sole purpose. And you're like, actually, this is what I'm here to do. This is what I've been (laughs) put on this earth for. So that's amazing. And do you feel like that's something like your intuition sort of like guided you towards like kind of through your whole life? Like, um, do you feel like it was kind of always where you were headed? Um, you know, when I like was going through high school and college, I would say those were the years I was really struggling with which direction I was headed. Um, because I wasn't really in a creative arts school. Um, and so I found myself like studying sociology and like, that was cool, but I was like, yeah, this just really isn't me. Um, and I think like, as you go through life, when you're not really doing what you're meant to do, it will like, it will find you. It's going to find you and be like, mm-hmm. Hey, I like, I'm your purpose. This is what you should be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so through everything I went through, um, it just guided me like kind of in the right direction. So I've always been a child of the arts. Like you can't keep me from those things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Don't sure. try it. <laughs> yeah, <back off. laughs> exactly. Oh, that's amazing. Do you like, can you sort of share, I guess, the beginning of your journey? So I know that you sort of said, um, you know, where it's like you, you didn't know what your passion was. And that's something that a lot of our listeners, like I get asked this a lot, um, where it's like, you know, how do you actually find your purpose? How do you find what the thing is that you're supposed to be doing? And a lot of people, they want that. Like they want to have that thing that they wake up and they jump out of bed, excited about it. But obviously they might be in a point in their life where they actually don't know how to figure out what that is. And as someone who has been there yourself and now obviously is waking up every day so passionate about what it is that you are doing, can you sort of share what that journey was like, like how you moved through that and actually found it? Um, I would say the way I found it was through trial and error, I guess. Um, A lot of what I was doing in the beginning was from what like my parents were telling me to do or what I thought, you know, what you're supposed to do after you graduate college, which was to, you know, get in that office job and, you know, get that nine to five job and that would be your goal. Um, But I would say my purpose was always inside of me. And I would say I kind of found it just through um, digging deep and I would like pray about it. I would meditate about it until it just happened. Like my business stems from my passions, you know? Mm -hmm. So I've always loved music. So I did a lot of things with music and I've always loved fashion. I did things with fashion, love the blog and the blog was there. So, um, it's not easy sometimes because someone may already like have their passions And they may not know that it's already inside of them, but just because of other things that they're going through, maybe they feel like they can't pursue that because they have to continue working a certain job, or maybe they feel like they have to stay in a certain situation because it's Mm -hmm. comfortable. And one thing I've learned is that there's, for me, there was no growth being comfortable. I had to get very uncomfortable with myself in order to really like dig deep in my passions. So it takes some work sometimes. Yeah, definitely. And I love what Mm -hmm. you said there. And that's something I talk about a lot where it's like the best version of you is just outside of your comfort zone. And I think we have a lot of fear and a lot of resistance and obviously a lot of egoic thinking when it comes up where it's like, Mm -hmm. you know that you're being divinely guided towards something like something's kind of pulling you and you're like, oh, it feels good when I think about it. Mm -hmm. But then of course fear pops up and we allow the opinions of others 
like external pressures and right. things like that to sort of sway us away. And then you sort of get into mm-hmm. that feeling where it's like, oh no, like it probably wouldn't work out for me. And you sort of talk yourself back down again, but it's always there. And then exactly. you feel like once you, you actually start to be like, actually look like all this fear, all this talk, like all it's done is stopped me for like six months, right. like two years. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> one day you're like, yep. <laughs> I'm yeah. Like it, it's going to find you. And that's the hard part. Like, um, you know, so many of my friends tell me one thing they like about me is that you're so unapologetic. You can always do what you want to do. And it's totally true. Um, but it took some time. It like, I wasn't always that person just because, you know, you always feel like there's a different path in life. Um, and I think as, as human beings, like by human nature, we don't want to be uncomfortable. We want to live in a life of least resistance. So, we just kind of follow that path until you finally just wake up and you're like, okay, girl, you got to do what you got to do <laughs> and focus on it, you know? Yeah, for sure. And I think as well, like, you know, we think, oh, you know, I, I want to stay like least resistant and I want to stay where it's comfortable until one day you wake up and you realize what's mm-hmm. comfortable is actually so uncomfortable and you're right. so sick of it. And then you have so much resistance towards that. And you realize like, it's like, you've just like, you're like a snail that's like outgrown its little shell. Right. <laughs> and you're like, I've got to get out. <laughs> <laughs> something new so exactly yeah for sure that's awesome how did you yeah. move through like the blocks that you had like with family and like expectations around you to you know go the traditional mm. route like go to college get a nine-to-five all those sort of things that a lot of people sort of just accept as being the norm right um I would say that I think when it comes to like my parents, for example, my dad's more on the very like traditional side and my mom kind of was too in the beginning. It's like, okay, you need to get like a job job. And I've tried having jobs, you know, um, I did sit in the cubicle from nine to five, um, but it either didn't work out. Um, you know, I was too busy worrying about what I should be blogging about. Like I was so distracted. It just never worked out. Um, and so I think after some time, my mother especially was like, okay, she pretty much dances to the beat of her own drum. Mm. This is what she's going to do. And so, um, you know, I really never had an issue of needing that acceptance from like family and stuff like that. Um, but it's nice when they do accept what you do. Mm. Um, and I'm sure my mom, even still, if you ask her what I do, she'll be like, she has like a blog or she, <laughs> she wears clothes. Like she probably doesn't even know exactly what it is, but. Um, yeah, I would say just like once, once, once you as a person do what you do and you show up every day and you keep just hustling and showing people what you're all about, um, they'll either accept it or they won't, you know, but mm-hmm. as long as you're showing up and doing you, like that's all you can do for yourself. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. I so mm-hmm. agree with that. And I feel like from the journey that I've been on as well, like I totally understand where it's like for so long, you kind of like dim your light mm-hmm. like in order yeah. to be in and you sort of like are this like version of yourself that is not as authentic as you want to be and then one mm-hmm. day you sort of just step up and you're like nah I'm done like yeah actually may like take it or leave it and exactly it's a liberating thing once you do it because you actually find that the, and I've talked about this before like the people who actually love you they mm-hmm. so support it and they're like yes like oh my gosh you're shining right. anybody who mm-hmm. doesn't is kind of like either trying to like hold you back or make you play small generally right some sort of reflection of themselves so exactly um, yeah did you find that when you sort of were like actually wait mm-hmm. like this is actually who I am did you find oh that yeah you, you know what I actually had a moment it was at one of my jobs um and I was sitting at the front desk and you know playing secretary and I'm trying so hard to be this like and don't get me wrong I can be mad professional like I can show up and <laughs> 
<laughs> like I can smile and say good morning to everyone, you know, like easy breezy. <laughs> but there was, <laughs> there was a moment where like, I, I needed to take a selfie. This is going to sound so silly, but like I had to show up on Instagram. I was like, you know what? I didn't update my story in like eight hours. And to me, that was something so important because I wanted to show consistency on my page. So literally I'm at the front desk taking a selfie. And then one of my coworkers walks by and she's like, oh, that was cute. I was like, oh, thanks. You know, like (laughs) kind of embarrassed about that. But like, like I didn't care, you know, like And some people won't understand why is something like social media so important to you? And like, why do you like, you're so obsessed with like Instagram and stuff like that. And it's not so much that it's an obsession for me. It's just my way of connecting with my online audience, Yeah, you know? So it's just like, definitely, I definitely did have that moment where, um, those, those jobs just didn't work out. They actually gave me anxiety, you know? Mm. And, um, having that anxiety and just like waking up every day, you want to wake up and go somewhere that you want to go. You want to feel good about what your next move is. And I wasn't finding that. And that's when my anxiety like really kicked in. And I was like, I need to make some serious changes like for myself. Yeah, definitely. No, I so agree with that where you sort of like feel stifled in your own life and it's because you know that something bigger is waiting for you. And Mm -hmm. I know that a lot of babes listening will understand this feeling where it's like, you know, like something bigger is calling Mm -hmm. to you. And when you are denying it, that is when things like anxiety and like that stress and that worry and just that sense of unfulfillment in your own life sort of kind of just like takes over. So exactly. And yeah. that's, a, that's a tough feeling. That's a, and I, I sympathize with people who feel that because I felt that for a while, you know, it's mm. kind of like, you're not sure what you should be doing. And some people are like, why don't you settle down, you know, get married and have kids. And I was like, well, I don't want to get married and have kids right now, at least <laughs> like, I was like, that's not like in my plans, like, call yeah. back. let me do what I need to do. Mm. Um, and just so yeah, it's, it's always a process for sure. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it is like, a, it is very the norm and there is that sort of expectation, you know, like get married, have mm-hmm. kids, all that sort of thing. And just like follow your path. Like, and it's like, <laughs> wait, sec, right. wait sec. like I've got a few other things that are actually important to me. And mm-hmm. yeah, it is so liberating when you do break free and you just own it like so authentically and sort of say, well, yeah. actually like, yeah, like kids, babies, marriage, all that sort of thing. Like, cool. Like some point, mm-hmm. but at right. this point. I need to show up and I've got like a reason that I'm here. I've got something that I'm here to bring to the world. So I'm so glad that you did. (laughs) (laughs) Thank God. Right. (laughs) Such a beautiful light. And I obviously Mm -hmm. want to talk a little bit about more about what you do. And I know that a lot of Mm -hmm. babes listening, there are a lot that are interested in starting businesses or getting started Mm -hmm. or, you know, following what is important to them and they've got a passion and sort of bringing that to the world in the forms of their own businesses. Um, Mm -hmm. And yeah, I guess like, you know, as a fashion blogger and as a brand coach, like talk to me about what your world looks like, what your day looks Mm -hmm. like. Like, are those two things hand in hand? Are they two separate sort of businesses that you are running? Like, how does that work? Um, Actually, some days they feel like they are, um, that they go hand in hand, but um, they're really separate. You know, the fashion blog is very fashion centric. Um, So like every single Monday I put out a blog post at noon and um, sometimes I'll add in personal stories, but most of the time it's about style posts and all of that. So um, typically my day starts at my favorite coffee shop um, just because that's kind of where my office is. Um, I just like to kind of like step out of my room um and so I'll just have my coffee my laptop and all my other little you know gadgets and go from there so um writing for the fashion blog is like a weekly thing and so you know 
Um, you know, I make sure that the content's ready for that in terms of like the photos and like writing. And I do try and stay consistent. Um, and I didn't always blog every week. It used to be like I would blog here and there, but um, you know, I just set a different goal for my blog. So now I'm just writing more consistently. Mm. Um, I would say that's the easier part of what I do. Um, the more challenging part, I would say, um, challenging in a good way is doing the blogging coaching and the brand brand coaching. Um, that takes a lot more. It's something that is constantly a process. You're always learning. So I'm always learning as, um, social media is changing as technology is changing. You know, I kind of have to keep up with you know, latest Instagram algorithms and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, but then, um, definitely with that business, it's a lot of just sitting down and creating content that, um, caters to my audience. Um, and that actually took some time, you know, cause I know like a lot of coaches, um, talk about like finding your target market and like knowing who your audience is. Um, and at first I was like, I'm going to like be an audience for everybody. So if you're a blogger or if you're a business coach, like I'm your girl. But, um, as the business started rolling, I was like, I think I'm really going to focus on bloggers because mm. I am a blogger and that's yeah. the best pathway for me. So, um, yeah, they're essentially two separate businesses. You know, a lot of them take a lot of sitting behind a laptop and doing editing and graphic designing, but, um, yeah, it's kind of like two different things that I have on my plate pretty yeah, much. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Good on you. Um, and like with that, like obviously with the balance and for babes listening, like whether it's, you know, balancing having a job and having children or having a job and having a side hustle or having a business and trying to be a present friend, like we've all got things going on in our lives. Like right. we feel, sometimes we feel like we're spinning like 12 plates at once. And obviously for yourself, like you're running two different businesses and as well, obviously I'm yeah. sure there's a lot else going on in your life. <laughs> talk about how, yeah. talk to us about how you, you manage that balance and how you find that balance in your life, obviously between those two businesses and then for yourself as well and balancing right. like self-love and time for you yeah no that's a really good question um I actually came up with like a calendar like light bulb right it's like yeah everyone's like write stuff down and like you know plan your day to be honest I never really planned my day it was just kind of like I'm just kind of like winging it and see what happens um but I literally put in my planner um call my mom and talk to her for 10 minutes and, or I'll put in my calendar, okay, morning run. And I'm going to be done at this time. Um, I found that I've become very, very type a, cause I didn't used to always be type a, <laughs> but yeah. now that I started running, running businesses, I'm like, Oh, I need to like, make sure that I'm fitting in time for everything. Cause you know, sometimes my friends like you do so much and like, you know, you never, maybe you should cut something out. I was like, no, I don't need to cut anything out. I just got to reprioritize how I do it. Cause I love everything that I'm doing. You know, yeah. it's just, you've got to just balance and make time. So it took a lot of planning for sure. Yeah. Yeah. How did that sort yeah. of change for someone who wasn't type A into being type A? Was that like a difficult transition? Yes. It was like, <laughs> it was like night and day. Like, I mean, I'm a pretty chill person. I think overall, um, mm -hmm. I just think when it comes to like my, like even building my own brand, you know, as I'm helping other clients build their brands, I'm also, also constantly building mine. Mm. So, um, that type B just went out the window girl. And it was like, you know, <laughs> you gotta be type A like, you know, but it's good for me because then everything kind of fell into place. Um, and actually, actually one of the things I learned from you was, um, having that morning routine, um, mm. and just waking up and like, 
uh, manifesting and like, you know, doing all the things you need to do for your, the right mindset before your day started. Because I used to wake up and my day started as soon as I flew out the bed, like to mm-hmm. the shower and just ran out the door. And I was like, I can't do that. Like, so yeah, yeah definitely everything like falls in place. Yeah, for sure. And I, I used to be like that, <laughs> which I think most people know, like from my story, I'm so in my masculine energy, like, and mm-hmm. obviously for me, it led to a breakdown, but like, I used to be someone that yeah. fully ignored everything about myself and was just like, mm-hmm. business, 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 like, like as looks the same, like, you know, wake up, yeah. straight away, up, out to go, like what's on the to-do list, who's emailed me, blah, 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 like mm-hmm. straight into it. And it was in shifting into that, like, wait, like, Let's allow some exactly. for the day. Let's like find alignment. Let's center. Let's allow that divine feminine energy <laughs> to like rise up because it's the right. most beautiful space to be in, to actually mm-hmm. start your day, to attract the day that you want and to attract the things yes. in your life that you want yes. rather than starting in that energy of feeling anxious, feeling mm-hmm. stressed, feeling behind and you've been mm-hmm. up for three minutes and 20 seconds. <laughs> exactly. Right. That's the worst way to start your day. That's why so many people have such bad days. Like that used to be me. It's like, I would like stub my toe on my, on my door or something like that. And I'd be like, crap, you know, like my whole day Mm. was so messed up just because I stubbed my toe. But like, I I realized I had to just like take a second and like, you know, think about, you know, I always tell my followers on Instagram, I'm like, don't set yourself up to be like, okay, this is what I have to achieve in like six months or a year. I tend to kind of break life down into those smaller goals because I think Mm. they're more achievable and more attainable. Um, And of course we have, you know, of course everyone's like in six months, I want to be here in a year. I want to be here. And that's totally great. Um, But you know, when it comes to, I think for our mindset and just building ourselves and Mm. our our own self-development, it's like, you know, kind of take some time and be like, okay, let me just set a goal for the week. Like by Friday, I want to have this done. And that way it's kind of like, you're going to get it done yeah set those those small you know milestones 100 that's actually something i teach and desire to manifest and it's all about like Mm. the difference between having your macro goals and like visualizing that and then breaking it down into your micro goals and like those aligned action steps that you can take every single day as if it's already yours um Mm -hmm. so i think that that's massive and that's something that i talk about a lot um and i heard someone the other day talking about this as well where it's like Mm -hmm. you know looking at whatever goal you have, like there is no such thing as a goal being too big, like ever, Mm -hmm. like no Mm -hmm. such thing. The only thing that makes people fall off is when their steps on the way to their goals are too big and unmanageable based on the energy and the belief that they have around their goals. And so they sort of set these massive goals on the way to their massive, massive goals. And that's what they're like, oh shit, like I, I can't keep up with this. Whereas if it's like, no, just down even further make those Mm -hmm. micro steps even smaller that's what makes it so attainable and then you've just got these tiny little inspired action steps to take each day and then suddenly it's manifested for you because you're already in that energy Mm -hmm. of knowing every day i take these steps i take these steps i take these steps and it's mine like it's coming yes so and i'm i'm so glad you teach that because like um i think it's so important for like women especially to learn that you know um and it's something i wish i knew even after college you know i felt like as soon as i graduated i had to do like a million things within a short amount of time you know because there's that so much pressure um Mm. but if we just like set small things it's like you can get shit done a lot easier and not overwhelm yourself you know yeah 100 percent. i so agree with you with that like i remember you know, being 22, 23 and thinking mm-hmm. like, I'm so behind. <laughs> <And> so <laughs> I, know. I don't have 
have enough time. You're like, I'm a failure. I know. And you're like, you're 22, babe. Like you have such an abundance of time. And I don't know if you agree with this, but like, that's like a massive shift that I made in my life is Mm -hmm. everybody talks about financial abundance and financial scarcity, like scarcity, abundance mindset. But something like Mm -hmm. I talk about a lot is that scarcity and abundance also relates to the time that you have in your life, the way that you see time and time is just a human construct. Like it's, it's Mm -hmm. not a real thing. Like all you actually have is the present moment, but we get Mm -hmm. so caught up in thinking like I'm running out of time. And so many of us live in scarcity mindset around having enough time. And of course, when you're like that, like you manifest not having enough. And it's, you know, things like being late where it's like, I don't want to be late. I don't want to be late. I don't want to be late. And you're thinking so much about being late and how you don't have enough time you manifest being late. So oh <laughs> would you god. agree? Like actually I totally. That oh my god, I totally agree. I think that time is something that um we we really take it for granted in a lot of ways, but we also don't take the time to just live and just live oh, in the yeah. present moment because you know a lot of people are either thinking about what happened in the past and they don't want to make those same mistakes again. And then they're thinking about the future. Like, you know, you've got to you know, by this age, you've got to have this. But like, for me, time isn't really about age. Time is about like what I'm accomplishing right now, or, yeah. you know, for myself in the present moment. Yeah. Um, you know, that's why when someone com- comes up to me and they're like, you know, you should be married and have kids by now. I'm like, well, why should I be married and have kids right now? Yeah. I should be doing what I'm doing, you yeah. know, and like, it's <laughs> nice so like that will come good. later. Yeah. yeah. So no, that concept of time, like, I totally agree with that. Yeah. yeah, definitely. And I, yeah, what you said was just so spot on. Like, and I think I've done a whole episode on this before where it's like, there's actually no such thing as I like, listened to that episode. You did yeah. do an episode like that. Yeah. And I remember like, yes, that makes sense. <laughs> okay. Finally someone said it, but that is what it is. It's yeah. like, there's no such thing as like past or future. Like we spend no. so much time worrying about what happened in the past. And then, mm-hmm. you know, there's like a lot of regret around that. And like thinking about that so much or living there, if we're not happy with our present and being like, you know, oh, mm-hmm. remember when, blah, blah, blah. But then exactly. the other way is like looking at the future and that creates a lot of anxiety in the present moment. But what happens is we never actually enjoy the present moment because we're either like so far in the past or we're so far forward exactly. that even as those things that we're working towards manifest, we're like, oh, yep, yeah, cool. Well, I'm already like 10 steps ahead. So, yeah, cool. Like mm-hmm. we're so used to ignoring it. So right. that's awesome. No, I that totally like agree. Figured that out. <laughs> your life that way. I found the light. Yeah. <laughs> No, but it is good. And it's awesome for like the babes that are listening too, because it's, it is just hearing it like that little spark and hearing someone else talk about it. And like you bringing it up Mm -hmm. today, like whoever listens is, you know, it's going to maybe like just make that little spark for them and make that shift. And then they can Mm -hmm. spread that with someone else. And that's sort of like how it carries on. So that's awesome. Totally. Really, really good. Um, Obviously as well, like you talk on your platforms about babes having a purpose and that with the right mindset, like anything is possible. So um, obviously like you found your purpose and you figured out exactly what you're here to do. But for those listening, like what would you encourage them to do in order to start figuring it out for themselves? I would say probably the first thing, um, to do is to write. I feel like if you kind of write down your goals or just writing down your passions or writing down three things that make you happy, mm-hmm. I always feel like that's a good way to start because, um, to me, Um, As much as I love all, you know, like my digital calendar and like all of those things, when I really want to dig deep within myself and just have that moment, I will, you know, light a candle, make a cup of tea and like get out my journal, you know, and I I think that anyone who's struggling with 
finding out what their purpose is, write down what makes you happy. Like, you yeah. know, what's one or two things that makes you feel good, you know, and maybe that will lead you to what you're really supposed to do. You know, maybe you like art and you like, you know, maybe you like painting. So maybe, you know, your purpose is to be an art teacher or, you know, to start a business, you know, whatever it is, it's like, figure that out, but just be in your own solitude moment. Um, and I would also say, try not to take people's opinions, you know, too much, you know, like yeah. asking people, what do you think I should do? Or what do you think about me doing this? Yeah. I think that gets a lot of people in trouble to be quite honest. And <laughs> I might get in trouble for saying that, but like, you know, asking people kind of what, um, you should do. Um, I, I would kind of stay away from that and just like take time and figure that out yourself, you know? Yeah, definitely. So agree with that. And you're definitely not in trouble. <laughs> I that where, and I used yeah. to so much, like even looking back on my life, like I used to turn to everyone but myself for mm -hmm. guidance on what Same. I should be doing. Like, exactly. I think. And it's like, actually, mm -hmm. like, I think it takes a lot of self-reflection and coming into yourself and finding that alignment with who you really are. Mm -hmm. And that's going to give you your answer. Like deep down, you know, and I think a lot of yeah. the time we've spent so long, like putting these layers on top of ourselves and sort of like mm -hmm. burying that version of ourselves down so deep and perhaps mm -hmm. from asking people, well, what do you think? And then they give you an answer and you're like, okay, I'll right. stick to that. And even though right. that's authentic for you and you have exactly. sort of down for so long um mm -hmm. whereas it's like no it's actually about peeling back those layers and like taking that time right. and getting to know yourself and I so agree with what you said where one of the best things that you can do is writing and just letting it flow and yeah. creating a bit of a sacred space whether it's with your candles or essential oils or lighting mm -hmm. some sage like all of right. those things that make you feel really good and come into that space of feeling really centered and then right. just like unapologetically writing and mm -hmm. I call it stream of consciousness writing where, you know, mm -hmm. you sort of just like let the whole thing go. And I do this in so much where I kind of watch my hand and I'm like, Oh my gosh, so much is coming out. And, right. <laughs> and it's incredible. Exactly. Yeah. Cause you do start yeah. to actually like almost answer your own questions because that mm -hmm. is that connection with your higher self. And that is your intuition guiding you, mm -hmm. giving you the answers that you're looking for. So yeah, I so agree. A lot of yeah. that self-reflection and just letting it flow is, is often a really good place to start. So yeah. Beautiful and advice. also too, yeah. And also too, like pay attention to the signs, you know, maybe your purpose, maybe you don't really know it, but like I said, I, when I found my purpose, cause people were kind of coming to me, asking me questions about, yeah blogging and stuff like that so pay attention to other people too because you might be a gift to someone and you, yes. you may not even know it but that can also help you find your passion you know yes yes so. definitely we've always got a light in us that is needed by someone else someone mm -hmm. that's like one step behind us you shine that light bright enough and it is going right. to those people to you so yeah i yeah, so agree totally. with that and i so agree with like keep your eyes open for the signs and a lot of us are very like heads down nine to five mm. following exactly what we're so used to doing exactly the same all the time and not being open yeah. and receptive to the signs that are right there, like literally mm -hmm. in front of us. And <laughs> when you do start to find that connection with the universe and within yourself, like that is when you do start to notice these things. And a lot of yeah. the time, and I've talked about this as well, where we do just put it down to being like, Oh, that's coincidence. And it's like, no, no, <laughs> no, it's that's not showing up for, you for a reason. That is there for a reason. Yeah. So, Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Um, so obviously, babe, like, like I'm looking at you now. I know that the listeners can't see you right now, but you are so bold. You are so fierce. You have amazing blue hair at the moment, which I love. Thank so you. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Gorgeous. You look like a, like a magical mermaid or something. <laughs> 
awesome. that's the goal. Yeah. <laughs> <Nailed it. laughs> um, so you're just so fierce and so bold and I love that and obviously incredibly authentic to yourself. Um, and I love that you take fashion Thank and you. you just step into it so authentically. Mm-hmm. So especially when it comes to like how you dress and how you sort of like project yourself through your own like self image and things like that. So mm-hmm. is that something that's, that's always been that way for you? Um, I definitely, yes. Um, I've always kind of been a little bit different in the sense that yes, I would dress a certain way and it used to kind of get me in trouble with my mom. She'd be like, you know, what are you wearing? You know, just because I always chose to, you know, one thing I do when I go shopping, I go straight to the men's section. So when it comes to fashion, I like, I go to the men's section first and so so many people don't get it. They're like, why? And I'm like, well, they have better t-shirts. They have really cute jackets. Yeah. Yeah. Half so, my wardrobe is, is men's jacket. Exactly. Like, I like comments on them and I'm like, it's actually a boy's jacket. <laughs> right. And yeah. I love your style. I feel like we have similar styles, you know? I yeah. very like Converse jeans and like yeah. a cute shirt and like, you know, um, I love the heels and dresses too, but I'm pretty much, you know, casual. Um, mm-hmm. No, but yeah, I would definitely say the hair, um, you know, I, I had brown and black hair like my whole life. I did the big Afro and then I was like, boom, here I am with like gray hair. And I was so surprised. I got all these compliments and like, I would be out with my friend Julia and she was like, every time you go some, she, she, she would keep a tab of like how many times people are like, your hair is cute. And I was like, okay, maybe I made the right decision. Thank you universe for sending these kind people telling me my, my hair look good. So I was yeah. like, I'm going to keep switching it up. So yeah. Now it's like this teal minty green color. Beautiful. So, yeah. I love it. <laughs> <Thank> you. <laughs> so in terms of finding your style, How would you go about helping someone else to do that? So obviously for you, it's quite, you know, something that you've sort of always had as part of, it's been easy, I guess it gets easy for you. Like you've always kind of had Mm -hmm. that sort of like different style, but I get a lot of babes that reach out to me asking questions Mm -hmm. about manifesting confidence when it comes to clothes Mm and knowing how to like, you know, sort of just like unapologetically dress the way they want to, um, whether it's, yeah. you know, adding color in or, you know, going from being like real preppy to real goth or like something like that. Like mm-hmm. they're sort of dressing one way, even though they really want to step out and figure out, or you know, not even knowing which way they want to go, like not actually right. having an idea at all. Like, where do you feel like a good place to start would be for those like people who are sort of trying to figure that out? Um, I would say a good place to start is kind of just asking someone like, what makes you feel comfortable first? Um, because to me, my style is based off of, um, my level of comfort. Um, and I know I did have, um, a client one time and she needed help just kind of, you know, getting the right outfit for a party. You know, she kind of wanted to be on the more like sexy side, but she also wanted to be kind of classy. So it's all about like, you know, usually style is tied to a person's like a story or like, you know, something that they've gone through. And there's a reason why they want to um, dress a certain way or look a certain way because, um, you know, I wasn't always confident. And I think that confidence just came from um, figuring out, you know, my personal style and what I wanted to wear. So it kind of takes like, it's kind of just like having a conversation with someone. We're like, you know, well, why do you not feel so confident? And you know, what, what makes you feel pretty? What makes you feel more beautiful? You know, what kind of colors do you like to wear? Stuff like that. Cause really fashion is about, and it's just an expression of who you are really. It's just like a further extension of yourself, you know? Mm, yeah. I love that. And yeah. like helping people to realize, you know, <laughs> 
like you said, like it is an extension of yourself. And I like, I know that you'll agree with me on this, but you know, when it comes to actually like stepping into yourself authentically, like it's like, I don't even know how to explain it. It's like suddenly this light that's just been like trying to like, like squash down in you. And yeah, it was when I went and first shaved my head and that's like, um, so if you don't know what I look like, like I have a half shaved head, um, um, you know, I remember like I went to my hairdresser and we we were, we're good friends. Like she runs her business out of her home. Like we'd been friends for a really long time. And so it was kind of like when I would go to her house. And so when I went there one day, I sort of said to her, um, you know, like, babe, I really want to shave half my head. Like I've wanted to do it for ages. Like I did take like mm-hmm. 18 months. I think I'd been thinking about it. And she was wow. like, oh, I don't know. I don't think we should do it. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, no, get like this is happening today. And she's like, I really don't want to. Like she was adamant and I was oh like, God. get them. This is happening. And she was like, okay, mm-hmm. really didn't want to shave my head. And as soon as she did it, like, I loved it. Like, you know, I love your hair. I'm people- obsessed with it. Oh, <laughs> you see videos of people do it and they like shit themselves. Like they're so scared. Like, Oh my gosh, I can't mm-hmm. believe it. Whereas for me, it was like, it was like taking shackles off. Like it was kind of like, mm-hmm. yes, like, Oh, thank goodness. Yeah. This the whole time. This is what I wanted to do. And I was ecstatic. And even my hairdresser, my friend Kelly, she said to me, Oh my gosh, I love it. Like, Oh, this is so you. And she's like, I yeah. didn't realize that this was you until we've done it. And now like, this is so mm-hmm. you. And when I did that, it was kind of just like, oh my gosh, like this is how I meant to be. And then from there it was like, mm-hmm. okay, now it's there. I can say yes to getting my tattoo sleeve, like all of those sort of things. Yeah, and just, like, kind exactly. of one thing after the other. And do you agree? Like it's sort of, you know, you sort of just give yourself that permission oh, yeah. to do that first thing. And oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. If it's easy. Oh, it totally does. As soon as you do one thing, whether it's your hair, you know, or, you know, wearing a certain um, style of clothing, as soon as you do one thing, everything else kind of flows into it, you know? Um, and I just, I mean, I'm unapologetic, like, yes, you know, I have like, you know, green, blue hair, but you know, maybe if I'm going to like, you know, like a church service, I can change it. But after that, I'm going back to my blue hair. You know what I mean? It's like, (laughs) I can moderate it depending on, you know, the situation, but when it comes to it 24 seven, this is just, this is just me, you know? And people are gonna accept you the right people will accept you you know for yeah. the way you dress and you know all of that stuff so mm. and I think it's about accepting yourself first and I think mm-hmm. you know totally. like for me it was shaving my head and like for you whatever it might have been but like it's mm-hmm. that first level of acceptance within yourself and mm-hmm. then once you do that it's it's kind of like just no looking back and you actually just stop caring about what anyone else thinks because you love yourself mm-hmm. so much like and yeah. not in a like I'm the best big ego kind of way or anything like that. Like (laughs) you actually just love yourself. And I encourage that so much is to like find that love for yourself. Like every single Mm -hmm. day, like look at yourself in the mirror and tell yourself you love yourself. Like those sort of things, it's really forgotten and it's not prioritized enough at all. And I think Mm -hmm. that's a lot of the problem is that we spend so much time worrying about making sure other people love us and the way that we are. that we actually forget Mm -hmm. that love for ourselves Mm-hmm. No, I totally agree. Um, and that, that implies that, and that also goes hand in hand with like your purpose. Like sometimes mm-hmm. we worry about what other people think about what we should be doing, you know, and one way to really, you know, dig deep is to really just be who you are. I mean, for me, that's the only way to be, you know, and yeah. I don't think I'm perfect, but I think that I've made a lot of changes in my life for the better. And mm-hmm. that's, what's most important for me, you know, so the right people are either going to accept that or they're not, you know, definitely. You either yeah. love my hair or you don't. <laughs> <laughs> but I do, and that's all that matters. 
<laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Awesome, babe. Um, so you've literally like manifested your dream life, obviously. So like you run your own business, you help babes, you create life on your terms and you have a massive impact. Um, but obviously we all know that it's not always an easy journey. So in terms of like creating your dream and manifesting your dream life, um, I'd love to know about any blocks, limiting beliefs that came up for you and sort of like how you moved through them. Oh yeah, there was, there, there's a bunch. Um, (laughs) I think, um, even just starting the business, like when I started the boss diary, which, um, you know, is for the brand and blog coaching, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I just kind of threw myself into it and I just kind of figured it out as I went along, you know? So the first limiting belief I had was like, well, can you really do this? And is anyone going to really take you seriously? Like, is anyone going to you know, pay you to do, you know, coaching, like, are you going to have an audience, you know, so there was that fear of um, not being able to, to grow the community that I wanted. Um, And then there's also the fear of like money, you know, it's like, Mm. well, how am I going to do the things I want to do? And like, am I going to make enough money to sustain the lifestyle I want, you know, and you kind of think about all of these things. And for me, Um, one thing I've learned, um, is to, I, I don't think too much about tomorrow. It's just about what I'm doing today. So if I'm working hard on my business today, for me, that's an accomplishment. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and I just move forward with that. But I think when you start a business, sometimes you really don't have, like you, you have a goal, but you don't really know what you're doing at the same time. And you think you know what you're doing, but you're like, oh crap, that's not it. You know, like there's so much pressure to do like the right thing and it's just like girl you just gotta like do it and go for it you know so yeah um I would say I was my biggest limiting belief for sure yeah it was just me telling myself that I couldn't do it yeah and that's that's the same for so many people like you know the universe is literally waiting to deliver you your dream life your biggest goals your biggest desires and a lot of the time Mm -hmm. we're so used to listening to ego and to fear that we are the only thing that is actually holding us back Exactly. You know, and it's like, once you actually just like get out of your own way and, you know, and I love what you said as well, where it's like, um, you know, you sort of just know, like, you know, you don't worry too much about the next day. You just know like what you're doing in that day and you just sort of keep moving forward. And that in itself is manifesting where it's like, you know, you're so sure of like, okay, I might not know tomorrow's plan, but I know that I'm taking inspired action today. And that energy Mm -hmm. of certainty is the energy that you put out because you're like, yep, doesn't matter. Like I'm taking my steps today, no matter what. And Mm -hmm. I know that it's going to fall into place and that is manifesting. And that's the energy that you put out. So the universe delivers. And I love that. And it's actually made me think of this other example where it's kind of like, um, I heard it once and it's where, um, you, you can drive across an entire country at mm-hmm. night with your headlights on and you cannot see the hundreds of kilometers ahead of you like at all like mm. you have no idea what that journey is you can only see the 20 meters in front of you yes. that's illuminated by your lights and it doesn't oh my matter. god i love that yeah. yeah it doesn't matter that you can't <laughs> see the entire journey you just know you just keep mm. taking that little 20 meters that little 20 meters you follow your light you follow your light and suddenly mm-hmm. you're across the country and you've yes. gotten to your destination, you've gotten to your journey, or obviously in terms mm-hmm. of like our life, like, you know, you've manifested right. your goal. And yeah, I, that's I love that story. I love that. That makes so much sense. And it's so true. You know, like I have no idea where my business is going to be, you know, five months from now, a year from now, but you know, um, 
right now it's where it should be, you know? And like, I always tell my followers too, I'm like, you know, even coaches, like, you know, you and I are coaches, we're still learning. Like we we're also constantly learning and we're also constantly making sure that, you know, we have the best energy and resources for our clients so that they can also grow themselves. Mm, Yeah, for sure. For sure. No, life is always a journey and always learning. And anybody that tells you that they're not, that they like know it all. And they're like, yeah, I'm cool. I can stop now. It's like, no, (laughs) like you have got learning to do for like you you can always grow, always evolve. So yeah, so important. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Um, in terms of like, obviously moving through that limiting belief and moving through that block that you had for yourself, like, what would you Mm -hmm. say was one of the things that helped you to do that? Honestly, a hundred percent manifesting, talking to the universe. Um, that's, it's, it's the only thing that's worked for me. Um, you know, it's, it's prayer and it's manifesting and it's just every morning when you wake up, you just take time for yourself. Um, and just really get in alignment. That's honestly, that's what saved me in so many ways, because, you know, um, as I was going through just like changing and figuring out what I wanted to do, I didn't at, you know, in the beginning, I didn't manifest. I didn't really have any type of spirituality connected with my business. And for me, I feel like those things kind of go hand in hand in a lot of ways. Um, and whether someone is religious, whether they believe in God or whatever, um, it's always so important to, take, take some time for yourself to any form of a higher being. So if it's talking to the universe, like, you know, that's, that's because it's it's all about mindset and people seem to disconnect that sometimes when it Mm -hmm. comes to other things that you're doing. But I always say, if your mindset is where it should be and whatever you need to do to get it in a positive mindset, that's what you need to do for yourself. So that helped me tremendously. Yeah. Perfect. No, that's the best. And it's, I literally speak from someone who ran a business the other way and then went Mm -hmm. through a full on breakdown and then ran now strong babe collective from a point of connecting with the universe, like connecting with my higher self, literally Mm -hmm. just working on like always manifesting and trusting that it's coming. And the other way, like when I was running my previous businesses, like I was all about like hustle, grind, masculine energy. And like I said before, like Mm -hmm. not taking any time for myself and I just manifested a breakdown. Like I didn't manifest (laughs) the success that I was so trying for. Like I was all the time struggling, pushing, trying to get there. And then Mm -hmm. to let go of that and to release all of that pressure on myself because I hit rock bottom. So I was like, well, I'm at the bottom now. Mm -hmm. Like doesn't matter. Like it really can't get any (laughs) worse. Can't go any lower from here. (laughs) Yeah. And that was when I sort of, as the same as you, like brought in that aspect Mm -hmm. of like manifestation and law of attraction and your energy and Mm -hmm. that finding that alignment. And everything changed like and obviously the success and the abundance and everything that's come from strong babe collective is because of that shift like Mm -hmm. truly i allowed the universe to deliver it so i'm really glad that you said that because um i think like a lot of us get really stuck in you know just trying to like push and hustle and move towards it all the time rather than just Mm -hmm. allowing and allowing that flow right um i agree yeah. And I know that there'll be a lot of babes listening at the moment who are like, okay, like you talk about that alignment and you know, you talk about your morning routine, but like, what is it? <laughs> and so and <laughs> see, people always want right. to know what your morning routine is. So can you share that with us? Yeah, of yeah. course. Um, my morning routine. So the very, very first thing I do, um, 
is I make a cup of tea because secretly I'm like a 60 year old grandma who needs tea <laughs> all the time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so I make a cup of tea and I actually play um, some Tibetan um, meditation sounds and I just get it from YouTube. There's like a yeah. really great playlist on there. Um, and I grab my journal. So that's the very first thing I do is what I like to do is write down five things that I'm grateful for. Mm -hmm. Um, even if it's the same five things from yesterday, I remind myself what those things are. Yeah. Um, because I think starting your morning out with some form of gratitude helps mm -hmm. you, um, not only appreciate what you already have, but it kind of gives you a sense of ease as to, you know, how you can achieve goals for the things that you want. Yeah. Um, and so after I write in my journal, honestly, I just like, I close my eyes and I meditate um, for five to 10 minutes. And sometimes my, my mind does get distracted. I'm thinking about something totally like not related to myself, but um, I do that. And I do try and work out in the morning too. So after meditation, I do some form of exercise because, um, you know, it's winter time over here and we don't want to gain those extra pounds. <laughs> so <laughs> um yeah, I'll exercise in the morning and I do like to run. So if the weather permits, I'll go outside and have a run or I'll just do a workout um, in my house. Um, and then I'll, um, I love eating breakfast. It's like my favorite meal ever. So <laughs> I'll just do like uh, make a smoothie or, you know, make a smoothie bowl or have something like that. Um, and then that's pretty much how my morning starts. And then my day starts at the cafe. It's kind of like my office pretty much. Awesome. Oh, that's yeah. so nice. And thank you for sharing because it's of a question course. I get all the time. Like, what's yeah. your like? And I yeah, like, even as we, as we, as we, as we um, circled back around to that, like I know we sort of touched mm -hmm. on it earlier and I was going to ask you about it, but then we sort of moved away. So when it sort of <laughs> came up again, I was like, perfect, like divine timing. Yeah. Let's bring it up now because I know that totally. a lot of people would have been listening and being like, I actually want to know what it is because right. it, it does make a massive difference. Um, and, you know, mm -hmm. obviously finding your own morning routine and what works for you. Um, mm -hmm. but yeah, once you have it and once you have it down pat, it is so perfect for just bringing you right. in that state of alignment and just starting your day so well. And that's sort of what we we're saying before, where it just, it puts you in that mm -hmm. right energy to, um, be able to manifest the day that you actually want, not the day that you don't want. So exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I used the first thing I used to do when I woke up in the morning was check my phone and scroll through Instagram. And I was like, that oh. is not a good way to start my day. And I used to, I tell my followers like, don't, don't scroll. Like that should not be the first thing you do because it's yeah. like you start comparing yourself to someone yeah. else and you start looking at stuff and it's just it's not a good way to start your day so I would always you know recommend just keeping your phone to the side until you just kind of you know meditate do a little exercise you know have a breakfast and then start your day I so agree with that. And I think yeah. as well, like when you pick up your phone and you start looking at everything else that's going on, you're consuming before you've even created in your day. And I don't even mean like content mm -hmm. creation. I mean like created your environment for yourself. Like you right. haven't created anything for you. You've just sort of like woken up and started looking straight away and like sucking in everything external to you rather than looking internally first. And right. I'm so the same like I charge my phone in the lounge room like out of my right it's like charge it in another room don't put it next to your bed like no <laughs> yeah I have an we have an alarm clock in our bedroom and we sort of like just wake up it's like radio so it's just like music that comes on in the morning but it's so much mm -hmm. nicer than even if like you're like oh but I need my phone for an alarm it's like no mm -hmm. because as soon as you pick no. it up like if you're like me like I've got like so many emails that I wake up to and it's like on my screen I don't want to read that first thing in the morning. Right. I want to focus on my energy first rather than the energy exactly. that's generally hitting me from everyone else. So mm -hmm. I made that shift ages ago where I was like, no, nah, phone is in a different room, kitchen, lounge room, whatever. 
I'm going to wake up, go through my morning routine and only same thing. Like once I've gone through, done all of that, gone for a run, done some sort of movement, meditative journal, that's when I pick it up. When I'm like in that alignment with myself and when I'm ready to start my day. And, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of us think, you know, oh, it's just Instagram and stuff. Like it's not work, but it's like, doesn't matter like it's consuming before you prioritize your own exactly. energy alignment so yeah because you spend so much time doing it before you realize that you spent like 30 minutes on your phone yeah yes amazing how no that's an awesome tip um so obviously how like this podcast is all about empowering babes to realize they have the power to manifest their absolute dream lives so in order to wrap it up in order to leave our gals with something amazing i would love it if you could leave our babes with one piece of advice when it comes to manifesting their dream lives what would that be Hmm. my one piece of advice would be to listen to your inner heart and listen to your soul and listen to what um, yourself is telling you. I think we sometimes lose sight of who we are and we get so caught up with what other people want us to be, how they want us to look and what they want us to do. But I would say the best way to live your life, girlfriend, is to focus on yourself and really pull out that inner energy. And that's going to be what shines. Um, And that's going to make you find your purpose and really live the life that you you deserve because we all deserve to live a happy life and we deserve to live the life that we want to live for ourselves yeah yes oh thank you what a beautiful way to finish i love that (laughs) yeah absolutely perfect and we are all so worthy of those dream lives so beautiful piece of advice to finish on thank you hun thank you darling um and lastly hun before we go where can our listeners find you let us know where we can connect with you um, the best place to connect with me is Instagram. So I'm at NKM styling. Um, and you'll find all the links in my bio to my YouTube channel, um, my blog and, and all of that good stuff. So yeah, definitely NKM styling on Instagram is where I am. Um, and I, I show up every day on my story, some days better than others, but yeah, I'm there. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. No, and I'll definitely link all of that in the show notes before. So it's uh, below. So it's nice and easy for all of our babes okay. to come and connect with you over there. So yeah. Okay. Awesome. But no, thank you so much, hun. And as well, if you are listening, if you enjoyed this episode and you want to let us know definitely screenshot it now tag both of us um, at nkm styling and at strong babe collective so that we can connect with you so that we can send you that love and that high vibe energy and just yeah to just connect with you babes even more because i'm the same as you hun where i just i love instagram and like that connection is the best and it's just such an yeah. amazing platform <laughs> to sort of spread it even further but yeah, thank you totally so much honey for coming on the show i've Thank loved having me i'm so glad we connected this is so exciting Thanks. i know it's been a long time coming <laughs> yes all right darling thank you so much and i will talk to you very soon okay thanks hon bye, bye. Thank you so much, babe, for allowing me to be a part of your day and for listening to today's episode. I appreciate you so, so much, and I am so grateful to be able to help you to realize the infinite power you hold within yourself to build a life you love. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to let me know by leaving a review on iTunes. I absolutely love connecting with you on Facebook and Instagram as well. So if you're not following me over there already, be sure to come and get a little more Strong Babe inspo by searching at Strong Babe Collective. 
or by heading to my website, strongbabecollective.com. While you're there, make sure you sign up for my Dear Strong Babe Letters, daily doses of inbox love delivered straight from me to you. Sending you so much love, babe, and I'm already looking forward to talking to you in the next episode. Until then, go and build a life you love. Bye.